spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Swift Monday. Oh, it's going to be Swift Friday and Saturday. That's when uh, she will be in Glendale. Oh, sorry. Swiftdale, as I Swift like to Dale. call it. Uh, yeah. Swift City. <laughs> It'll be... Uh, It'll be off the hook, I think. I think it's going to be crazy on Swifties. Friday and Saturday. Swift, Swift, Swifties, Swifties, yeah. Swifties, that's the goal. Are you a Swiftie? I am not. Okay. Okay. I am not a Swiftie. You, you decided uh, not to go to the I'm concert? I'm a grown man. For $80,000 for a ticket? <laughs> no. Now, if she played in my backyard, I wouldn't go. <laughs> oh, you're awful. Yeah, I don't. Why? Well, I'm know, sure your, your girls would like it, though. Probably, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. No, you know what? No. My one okay. girl is into punk rock. Charlie, God only knows. And my other girl, if it's not K-pop or J-pop, she don't want to know. All right. Well, our adult kids are going. They can't wait. My wife, our son, our daughter, they're going. We'll be paying for that for a long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. They got a second. Third. Fourth. <laughs> hey, uh, there's a report card out on our governor, Katie oh, Hobbs. Good. I'm All super right. excited about that. Let's see if it's any good. Okay. So, I mean, really, it's only been a couple months um, since, obviously, she, she took over. I mean, it's been uh, it's been a little while. And this is the first... Two months. It's the first numbers that I've seen. Okay. Overall. Okay. Overall, 43% approve. Okay. All right. So you want to look at the how many disapprove? 30%. So where's the other... I'm not doing the math. Is it 27? Yeah. Well, where's the other 27? What kind of a poll... Starts with 43. Inconclusive? 30. Not enough data? I don't even know. Do you not have... Where's the 27%? We, we only asked a certain amount. We only asked, we only <laughs> asked 73 people Is in it this. like we're waiting to see? I don't... Maybe that's what it is. They're waiting to see. I'm not so sure. But you got 43% approval and 30% disapproval. So she's she's plus 13. It's yeah. pretty good. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. You don't think? Do you think it? I just think it's too young. It's too early to talk about anything. You don't have a full body of work yet. No, no, of course not. This no. is just over the last few months. This is it. Just her start. You got to start somewhere. Well, She's, you do, but okay. I feel like no matter what side of the aisle you're on, we're grading way too early in some of these things. Well, I no, I think three months in. You know, let's 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 see how people are perceiving the way she does the job. So forty three percent approval, thirty percent disapproval. Okay, you know these She's numbers vetoed a lot. She's vetoed a ton of... Well, what has she got through? Or what has she pushed her Dems and the Republicans to come together to get through? I don't... I don't. Maybe nothing. Okay. That's weird. Well, I want something done. Well, I mean, you should be able to... Remember Remember what they all say? Oh, we're going to work across the aisle. We're all coming together. Blah. And neither side really means that. Right. And neither side really cares. So she's just going to be a veto machine. She's going to do... Oh, she stopped executions, kind of, sort of. Maybe. I haven't liked that. No, I haven't liked that at all. I don't, I don't know why she wants to do that. We've talked to the attorney general, who is apparently for... Uh, you know, uh, the death penalty, but yeah. they want to stop and they want to investigate. Here's here's my bottom line kind of on the approval numbers for Katie Hobbs. All right. When we covered this election, okay, I told you flat out, there's no way I'm voting for an election denier. Zero percent chance. I'm not doing it. They're dead to me, <laughs> basically. Okay. So I had to go through the process of well, I don't think Katie Hobbs is that strong of a candidate. I'm not so sure I want to vote for her either. And it took me till the week of an election to say, yes, I'm voting for Katie Hobbs because the other one is nuts. Yeah. Okay. So did I did I enjoy voting for Katie Hobbs? No. I'll tell you who I would have voted for uh, over everybody. 
was Karen Taylor Robeson. Absolutely, 100%. I think a lot of us say that would have been the best candidate. But we could not, in my opinion, let Carrie Lake take over this town. Because I'll tell you what would happen if she did. All these crazy bills that are coming out of the legislature would be signed. And there's no Rusty Bowers to block some no. of this insanity. No. So there's no one to block the insanity. So the week before the election, I said, yeah, I, I'm going to go. I have to vote against Lake. Uh, and I'm Not gonna vote. for, but against. Yeah, but I'm going to vote for Hobbs. Okay. She has vetoed a lot of crazy stuff. And I'll tell you right now, if Lake had won, Arizona would be a very, very different place. And I'm not sure it's a place I would really, you know, I would think is any, I think it'd be a lot, a lot worse. So, yes, am I voting for someone who's going to veto the craziness? Yep, that's what I did. That's what I did. Now, do I think we're going to get a lot done? Nope. No, but I think Hobbs is better than the alternative, and a lot of Republicans thought the same way. Yeah, that a was lot the big of thing, independents right? thought the same way. Go and look. Yeah. Go and look, everybody. It was you know Republicans down ballot outside of a few where you took crazy away. Republicans won all right. Yeah, absolutely. If crazy was there, or even a hint of crazy, they struggled. It was closer in some areas, but also when you tell everybody, "Don't vote for me," if you voted for McCain. If you like McCain, that kind of, eh, that, nah, you failed. Yeah, you you yeah. shot yourself in the foot. Right, right. So, you know, we not to relitigate it all, she, she ran the worst uh, campaign that I've ever seen in my entire career. Yeah, and don't worry. She's getting ready to run for Senate. So you guys will have a chance to see another and one. That's gonna, then let it be the, the case. Uh, I mean, I, you know, you can't stop it. But here's the thing. Uh, we were talking about this ridiculous bill that's circulating and as soon as it gets to Hobbs' desk, it's going to be thrown away. But it is, it is, let's put teachers in jail. No, let's, let's not do that. Let's not do that. Um, you know, let's force children to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Listen, I think every kid should say the Pledge of Allegiance, but it's against the law. Yeah. Or what's the piece of paper we always talk about? The Constitution. Yeah. There's a Constitution okay. that protects. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's illegal. So that would have been signed through or teachers in jail would have been signed through or the ridiculous bill about about, uh, you know, critical race theory would have been put through. And we don't need any of that stuff. Uh, There was a budget that was sent to Katie Hobbs. It was a total PR stunt. So I'm glad that Katie Hobbs is the governor. Do I expect a lot? Not really. Not really, because she's working with a very, very far right legislature. And what I'm glad and happy about and really, the only thing I'm happy about is that she's vetoing crazy because they're really, really some disgusting bills that have found their way to her desk. And they would have been signed if someone else had won. But you know what? I don't think Robeson would have signed any of that crap. No. no and I, I know that Hobbs is And would they? Here's it. the other thing. How much of this, when push came to shove, it's easy to go out and to pass these things if you know they're going to get shot down because everybody does their virtue signaling. Sure. If you think they might get through and you don't think they're very good, how many of these people said, well, I'm not going to pass this now because I know it might get signed in the law and I don't really want this to be a law. I just want the headlines from it and right. to raise money from it. Yeah, that's it. Wise man. There's a uh, runoff election in the Phoenix City Council. A former, on the left, it's a former uh, police officer and on the right, it's one of Carrie Lake's campaign people. And Karen and Taylor Robeson just endorsed the Democrat. Yeah. Really? That was a couple days ago. I didn't see that. Yeah. I, listen, I think Arizona has mostly spoken uh, on on the lake, Fincham, uh, probably Trump. 
not that people here like Biden, but the election and the conspiracy theories doesn't roll well out here. No. It no. just doesn't. People have moved on and they're ready to look forward. Yes. And we'll go from there. And that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's a good thing. Because absolutely. We can't have that weighing us down. No. The former attorney general hiding that report and lying about it, that everything was done perfectly All the goodwill fine. that he got from the nunchuck thing, oh. wasted. Yeah. Yeah. Wasted. And you know what? A lot of people liked him for Senate. And, and he ran. Take away what he did with the, the bearing the report. That dude disappeared the minute he said, I'm running for this. I know. And everybody thought, he's going to get somewhere. And then he's just like, but I'm not actually ever going to do anything. Yeah. So the first report card out on Katie Hobbs, 43% approve, 30% disapprove. I mean, do I like anything she's done? Well, she hasn't done much yet. At least she went down to the border. At least she's meeting with people at the border. Um, and she's vetoing crazy. And that's a good thing. That's Sometimes not moving forward is the best thing that can happen. Yeah, it's weird to say that, but you're right. You know, that's it. All right. Uh, coming up next, are we becoming rage consumers? Rage! <laughs> next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. That's us. You're you. Keep you, you, baby. You know what I'm saying? No. We're raging! <laughs> you know that? We're rage-aholics when it comes to uh, the way that we treat each other, in particular as consumers. New report came out and says uh, we're, we're kind of jerks to each other, and that's uh, understandable. Uh, and it's ugly, too. I mean, it's just not like a little kind of thing. It's like bad. Like, have you? when's the last time you raged at somebody? It, at, at, at like, it's usually on the phone. When's the last time, though, you've gotten so angry? That you went off on a customer service individual. Oh, man. Uh, I don't, I would say, gosh, I think it was like, it was a certain bill that we got, and I didn't agree that the number was right, and I got tossed around and tried to get, you know, the the customer service, and I kept getting, you know, hung up on, and then, so that was about it, but I, I try not to... I try not to rage on someone. Less raging. Most, well, most of the time, it's not the person on the other line's fault. Yeah. It's the company's fault. Yeah. But if you're going to yell at somebody in the company, if it makes you feel better, I guess that's what you got to do. But usually, the you know, if a company screws up, the person that you're talking to had nothing to do with it. And All so right. I don't know why people yell at that person other than to make themselves feel better. Yeah, well, I will say this. So this new survey came out. Uh, of course, the 2022 uh, edition of the National Customer Rage Survey. It's a rage survey. Rage. Uh, we're becoming more belligerent with customer service reps. Uh, at one in ten of us are interested in getting ready for seeking revenge oh, wait a in minute. the form of badgering, belittling, or threatening an employee, according to some responses in the survey. You say one in ten? Yeah. Isn't that a good number? Only one in ten are, do, are doing something awful like that? Well, if you think about it, how many people... So, think about it. If you were on a phone all day long, or you're dealing with customers, you deal with 50, 60, 100 customers a day, well, it's ten people... Yeah. In theory, want to rage against okay, you. What do they want to do? They want they. It's not rage. They've already done that. It's revenge. Revenge is the scary. One part in ten are uh-huh. interested in seeking revenge. Okay, how do you seek revenge on a company? Why don't you just cancel and use another company? Yelp is oh. a huge 
way that people seek revenge, right? You know, it's not like just about going on there and saying, yeah, because people will go out there and do everything. And then Yelp kind of holds you hostage. Better Business Bureau is another one of those ones they've been talking about for years. And then, of course, the interwebs. Going on there and, and, and just, you know, throwing out your disdain for something in such a way that you hope to get somebody to notice it, I guess, at the company and, yeah. and do you right? You know, I'll, I'll give you an example of where rage, I think, is okay. Rage! Okay. So, about a year ago, our daughter got married. And, you know, you hire a lot of people, and she hired some people for makeup. Uh, she had her own makeup person that she trusted, but for her bridesmaids, she ordered, she had some, you know, she, she found yeah. out, well, let's get them, let's get them professionally, you know, with makeup and stuff. They showed up late. They did a bad job. They left early. Did they leave like, like clowns? Well, no. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But it was to the point where she had her own makeup artist who's really good. Yeah. He ended up doing everybody else, all the, all the other bridesmaids. So this company that she hired, separate, was awful. Way late, terrible job, complained when they got there. And left early and really didn't do anything. So she tried to get her money back. Apparently, this company has done a bad job for a long time. <laughs> a long time. And they, they, you know, our daughter would call. No one would call her back. She would email. No one would call her back. And then we said, okay, we're going to threaten to sue you. And then she got a call back. So I don't think that's rage necessarily, but that company deserved rage. But you did everything in your power to try to have a conversation with a human being. Yes. And it gets to the point. It you gets know, to the point where you knew you, you knew you hired somebody who's terrible and they're crooks. And they know it. They know so they're they're they avoid knew it. it. Oh, they knew. Yeah. And, and so we're like, okay, you know, we'll, do, we'll just, we'll go and uh, we'll do as many reviews as we possibly can. Yeah. Because they really were criminal. I mean, they, they took money and did nothing. Nothing. And so our daughter went and fought him and to the point where, yeah, I'm going to sue you. How much of this, though, is, and, I, and I'm going to say this because uh, you shouldn't really rage at people, but we've all done it. Let's be real. How much of this is also on the companies and the people that are out there? Have you met America? There's a lot of people out there that should not be employed. Yeah. And they're barely hanging on day by day just to get finding the job that they have is a miracle. Getting there every day is a miracle. And so and by the way, they don't care about you. So, I mean, I understand that, that we shouldn't rage and seeking revenge is one thing, but there's a lot of places out there. Like you said, they don't care about yeah. you. You know, when you hire a good company and they screw something up and you call and you're ready to rage and immediately they say, we're going to fix the issue. We're going to fix the problem. It's on us. And sometimes the company will believe it or not even believe it, but they want to take care of the person. So it all really, if you're going to rage, it depends on what kind of company you hired. You know, companies make mistakes every day of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. But a good company is always how do they respond to and you? And that's how you know they're them. a good company. That's it. It's not when they're doing great. That's right. easy. It's, it's easy. When times get harder, they've right. got to make amends for something. Yeah. And they come out and they said, you know what? Let's let's make this right. Right. Even if this cost us, yep. we made a mistake. Then you're like, that's a good company. That is a I'll good company. I'll come back to you. Exactly. They may screw it up. But if they admit, hey, you know what? That's on us. We're going to come back and fix it the proper way. You don't have to rage. 
most of the raging either you know comes from a, a terrible company that won't get back to you, like the example I gave you with our daughter, or the runaround. They just you, the you're run on around. you're on a phone tree for terrible. four hours to get a hold of somebody who's right. in a different country. I don't have four hours. You to know do that. who doesn't who doesn't speak the language as their first language, and and they're they're doing the best that they can. And the reality is, is th- you need somebody further up the pay scale to get them, and you're never going to get it. Yep, and then and then maybe you go and rage. Then you go and rage. But there's no need for revenge necessarily. I no, don't the revenge that. thing I didn't get. I yeah. get the rage every once in a great while, but the revenge thing, man. Unless somebody did something horrific to you, right? Like right. you found out, it's I'm like, gonna make you pay. They, I wake up my oil change, and that guy Jiffy Lube left all the oil out, so my car would blow up. Then okay, okay, we got an issue. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, I'm just rage. Kidding. Jiffy Loop's wonderful, fantastic. Go to Jiffy Loop. There you go. Rage, revenge. Rage. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes when you're nice, uh, it's a little bit easier to get help. Yeah. If you start screaming, I don't know. A lot of times, every once in a while, you got to thin the herd. You do. You do. You're right. But, but you will catch more flies with honey. You will attract. You will attract more flies with. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up next, are you willing to sleep in separate beds if it means you get better rest? Next. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad show. Uh, you're going to love this, Chad, because you have about the most stranging, strange sleeping habits uh, yeah. of anyone I've ever known. So you sleep three or four hours a day. You, you sleep... <laughs> You sleep, you sleep in a hospital bed in your house. Yes. Oh gosh. Uh, there's a new there's a new study uh, that said half of couples are willing to sleep in separate beds for a better sleep. Okay. So here's what annoys people about their husband, girlfriend, whatever. Yeah. Here's okay. The biggest sleep uh, uh, disruptors. Okay. Number one. Uh, their partner steals the covers, 35%. That's what my wife says. Yes. I steal the covers. Thief. I, I like to say she kicks the covers off. Theft. I, I don't steal. She kicks. Um, wakes them up by tossing and turning. Okay. Is a close second. That's a possibility. Sleeps with the TV on. Uh, no. don't, we don't have TV. We don't have a TV in the bedroom. Snores. Yeah. Uh, so... When my wife and I got married 10 years ago, I was a, I snored. It was bad. Yeah. I had to go get a sleep study. And they said, your, your heart's working way too much at night. You've got uh, some sleep apnea going. So we've kind of corrected that. So I don't snore anymore. Uh, 27% say, yeah, they sleep with the lights on. And I hate it. Who sleeps with the lights I, on? I don't know. I have to have it pitch. Pitch dark. Black. Okay. I, I want to know that yeah. I'm going to stub my toe on something. <laughs> right, exactly. Because Charlie's been in the room and <laughs> dropped a bunch of stuff. Okay. So, all right. So, is there one that, that you would, well, you don't, so you don't sleep in the same bed as your wife. No, but here's the thing. So, right now, we're in the midst of this big move and all this stuff is going on. So, we've got, uh, I've got this bed and I slept in it one night and it was really cool because I, I lifted myself up again. It's a hospital uh, A bed. little snoring. It never had any snoring. I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Oh, God. And so, but we're right next to it. And because we've stolen Charlie's room while we remod- we're remodeling the house and we're doing all this stuff. Okay. And uh, it's it's pretty cool, oh, actually. Gosh. So I told her, I said, look, we need to get one of those like big ones. 
So, because you can get not the hospital bed, Wait but you minute. can get like a uh, you, you're ordering a sleep number bed. You can get a sleep number bed. Okay, it's not you a know. hospital bed though. Yeah, well, this is a real. Ho- this one's a real. This is like a weighs a thousand pound hospital bed. Like it's a huge. And this is what you like. Ah, oh, it's pretty cool. Oh, sleeping. And she slept in a couple times too, and she's like, it is really nice. Charlie now won't give it up because he goes up and down and yeah. up and down. And she's four and she loves that. Well, I like it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, recent survey: two thousand adults, U.S. who live with a partner, reveal it. 50% would be willing to try sleeping in a separate bed as a way to get better rest. Yes. So when I had that snoring issue, my wife would always have to leave or she would kick me out. But usually she'd wake up and she would go upstairs and sleep there. And that was awful. And I felt so bad. I'm like, I've got to figure this out. Plus, I get up at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. You know, so I'm always recognize that I get up extra early. And I don't, you know, sometimes I always feel bad about that. About? Getting up so early, waking, I don't want to wake everybody up, no. you know, getting up, you know, it's bad. I go out and I practice the, you know, the banjo and do all the stuff that you have to <laughs> right. do. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, I get up at 2.30 in the morning and I, you know, get stuff ready and turn on the blender, even though I'm not blending anything because I want You're everybody so to know, I'm leaving for work, kids! <laughs> do I'm- your job! I'm going to make sure you go to college. That's right. That's why I'm running the blender. All I ask you to do is learn how to read. Well, no, it's a... Uh, uh, but no, I, I like, I like, obviously I like sleeping in the same bed, but I think once we get uh, into our other room, as soon as it's done, and then uh, we're going to get one of those sleep numbers where it comes up, that's going to be nice. I don't think it's healthy for married people to not sleep in the same bed. Well, I think it's much better. It's a togetherness, a closeness. You don't have to go to bed at the same time, but at least you wake up around the same time. I just think that... Well, that, if you wake up around the same... Nobody's yeah. waking up at 2.30 with me. No, I'm not waking up at 2.30 with you. you go. You're not. You you're right, go, I went to the bathroom at 2.30. I thought, Chad's at work already. <laughs> oh, I got to pee in the middle of the night. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. All right, we're fun. <laughs> Deal with it.